0: all right all right all right what's going on guys lots of clothes here for another episode of the kick in cleats podcast oh my oh my what a stressful two days guys crazy 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 if you guys haven't heard or you're living under rock uh the super league it looks like it's pretty much suspended now Uh, crazy, like I said, crazy couple days. I'm so glad that this idea is getting squashed. Flontira Perez is a jackass. Never liked that guy. I knew I could never trust that piece of shit. Um, we're going to talk a little bit later about that. Let's jump into results and then I'll give my take about the super league and stuff like that. So let's get started with some city, uh, a, 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 a. Alrighty. So. Start off with Sampdoria and Verona. Verona coming out of their second lost in a row. Looks like they're having a little bit of issues, uh, kind of with the back, a um, little flimsy. Looks like they're tiring out before the the last coming game of the the season and stuff like that. So hopefully they can pull through. I've been kind of a little fanboying over Verona over the last you know this past season. I'm a fan of their coach Juric. I've always been a fan of him. With Genoa and stuff like that. I was hoping he would come to Lazio, but obviously that didn't happen. Um so again, Sambadoria three one over Verona. Undese overcoming crotone uh two one. Now we're kind of starting to see Cretone kind of nosedive uh more. Obviously they're gonna relegate to City B, but we're starting to see you know, them not scoring those two or three goal games. Now it's like reality now. It's like, okay, again, we're 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 going to city b let's how see how we can go with these goals but again we're seeing not a lot of goals scored from for and it looks like it's going to be a kind of a, a for sure thing. uh Sassuolo and Fiorentina 3-1 uh no problems with Sassuolo there. Uh reports also that their coach is going to uh the Ukraine Premier League with Shakhtar and it's funny he in the reports he's like oh that's it I'm done. Uh, I don't want to even play, you know, Milan tomorrow. This league is sickening, yada yada yada, and hey, I don't blame the guy. I mean, he's a good coach. He's he's taken Sassuolo pretty far, and I don't blame him trying something new. Shakhtar, that's a little different. I mean, that's another ball game. I mean, everybody sleeps on the Ukrainian Premier League. Everybody sleeps on Shakhtar, but hey, they're a good team. Um, they did they did lose. Sorry, Tyson. Uh, going back to Internazionale, uh, the captain, thirty three years old. I uh, made over 180 appearances for the Ukrainian side, banging. I believe it was like 30 goals or something like that in a uh, eight to nine year span. So, sorry, a little off topic there, but we'll see. It would be interesting. Maybe he's gonna stay. Maybe the Sassuolo coach will stay, um, just because of this whole kind of stuff going on with uh, the Super League not working out. So we'll see what happens. Caliri and Parma four three. What a what a crazy crazy. Um, events of this game crazy turn of events it was back and forth i i think it was an enjoying game i really liked it a lot even though they're not the two biggest teams in Serie a, i really liked it and i liked how uh joe pedro consoling all the parma players and, and and saying hey listen like we're in this together I, even though we are against each other we had to scrap it out like i feel your pain you know what i mean and uh, kudos for him. He's a great example of a captain. I've always kind of said that Joe Pedro should should go into a, an, another bigger team. I've said that in the past. Actually, my FIFA, another FIFA career mode fact. Um, I have him in, in my Atlanta one with my Spelletti being a coach. So I'm going to post a picture of that because everyone's been asking me about my career modes. And I like to do... When I do career modes, and I'm sure you guys are going to be seeing it when I do my YouTube and stuff like that, I do it kind of a little more realistic. There's one or two that I'll... I'll stack the shit out of them. But I like, for instance, my Blackburn one, it looks kind of realistic in a sense. And with my Atlanta, again, I have Spelliti as my coach, kind of like an alternate universe. It's like, you know, if Spelliti were to come back to Serie A, which team he would go. I, I, I picked Atlanta for numerous reasons. I got rid of the, all the pretty much all the big names and signings and stuff like that, kept some, and then I made some additions and stuff like that. So again, I'll, I'll make a post on that and kind of elaborate from there uh Milan Genoa to one. Uh Atlanta and Juventus one nothing. now a lot of fans a lot of Juve fans were, were really mad about this. Pierlo resting Ronaldo. Obviously Ronaldo wasn't happy about that. And it cost him. It cost him. We're starting to see a Juventus. What's well, it's been going on for a while actually that, you know, without Ronaldo, it's kind of Lazio. Lazio without Immobile, they're they're nothing. I mean you can argue at this point all you want. Even with Immobile's, you know, not scoring. Now he finally scored, but before then, I think it was what 723 minutes, um, not scoring. This was a stat statistic from my fellow uh, my fellow culture made over at the culture tiers. There, Elliot, he kind of made the statistic and and kind of he was kind of bang on. So good for him. And Italian football shouted him out and they put it on their wall. So I I call him Mr. Hollywood now. So um yeah. So again, Juventus are starting to look like a team that cannot do well without their star players and they can't adapt properly. And obviously with a coach like Pirlo, it's, it makes it tough. Uh, Bologna and Spezia for one We're starting to see a, a Bologna again kind of ramping up and, and seeing what they can do. Obviously next season, they're going to struggle. I believe they're going to lose a lot of their key players come the summer. Um, Obviously a lot of swapping out between Mon- Montreal Impact and Bologna. Obviously being Saputo, uh, he is you know an owner of both clubs. He likes doing that, swapping players in and out, loaning, buying, you name it. Uh, Lazio and Benevento, 5-3. The Inzaghi brothers are coming to town. Uh, it was a good game. Don't no, get me wrong. Obviously, the yelling, the screaming, the antics. Nzagi, it's still there. It's so ridiculous seeing, seeing him do that. If anybody seen me at, at the Culture Tears, I, I rip on a on new one. I really hate when Zagi does that. It's annoying. It's just... We get it. You you love, quote-unquote, bunny ears. You love the club and you die for the club, yada, yada, yada. But you don't have to run from one side of the field to the other side of the field. You don't have to start yelling and screaming, doing barrel rolls and kickflips and stuff like that. Like, ugh, you look so stupid, dude. So anyways, Lazio Benevento 5-3. Torino with the upset... It looked like Roma was on cloud nine, beating Ajax, you know, going very far in the Europa League and stuff like that. But now Torino's like, hold my espresso, dude, and just squash them three-one. Obviously, a lot of problems there. We we see a kind of tiring and kind of depleted Roma. I don't blame them. Obviously, it sucks losing to Torino out of all teams. Um, So I mean, it, it again, it sucks. But happy for me because, you know, Lazio is, is up there and they're above Roma and stuff like that. But again, I mean it's 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 really it's really tough to see that. So I mean um kudos for Torino you know, uh, trying to fight and and keep everything alive. And uh we'll we'll go from there. Napoli and Inter. Now I gotta say one thing about the Napoli president, you mafioso pezzo di merda. This guy's an idiot. He goes around on the media saying, Oh, I'm gonna sue the league if we don't have any fans. Dude, we have a pandy-wandy in our hands. We have a pandemic. Like, slowly but surely, dude. Like, if you believe it in Corona or not, like, dude, relax. You're going to get your money. Like, I know you have to support body and because you bought body out, whatever. I know. I get it. Dude, just chill, okay? Uh, Very scrapping and entertaining game here, I found. Some parts were a little boring and stuff like that. And with the own goal. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Oh my gosh, Inter hide this in the bag. Um, Napoli looked a little tired. Some they did. We weren't really kind of there, but they did pick up the pace. You know, with the twelve shots, fifty-seven possession, passes were were out of this world. Accuracy was ninety-two percent. So at the end, they they kind of outdid Inter, but there was some. Points where they're kind of eh, but they did pick up the pace. So um, Napoli should have won that game, but unfortunately Inter come up with the with the draw. So um, and then mid-season, uh, sorry midweek action. We got Verona and Fiorentina 2 one for uh, Fiorentina. Verona coming out with another loss. So that's kind of three in a row, guys. That Verona are kind of suffering. So let's hope uh, they kind of pick it up from there. Uh, moving on to the the fucking Premier. Yeah? Yeah, fucking nothing. Um, Guys, I don't know if you heard the news, but Conor McGregor wants to buy United. So funny. I was howling, howling at this. You just imagine him at the stands, just like ripping people apart, starting fights with everyone in the stands or on the field. Oh my God. Him and Harry Maguire just start fucking just filling in shots of each other. Just sparring after, or sorry, before a game. Oh, just be so good. Cavani coming in with like a scissor kick to the head, oh, it'd be so great, just to just to see like and it, well, it's like kind of the thing. It's like back in the day with Floyd Mayweather, he was almost gonna buy Newcastle. Imagine, imagine Newcastle being bought by Floyd way Mayweather. Uh, Mayweather, and they said he's like said like oh, my favorite players Ronaldo. I think this is before Ronaldo went to Juventus. Yeah, this is the summer of twenty eighteen. So, this was before Ronaldo going, you know, coming off the Real Madrid, you know, uh, victory in the Champions League. Uh, all that problems with Perez over the summer and this and that. And, you know, rumors were kind of swirling around him going to Juve or United. And then Floyd comes out of nowhere. He's like, I think I'm going to buy the tunes. I think I'm going to buy the Toonie Tunes, uh, the Mug Pies. You know what I mean? And, and it was just so funny to, to kind of be, uh, to witness that and stuff like that. So, um, but obviously didn't happen. I mean, can you do? But uh, it'd be funny if, if Conor, Conor McGregor would buy Um, and find it so funny if they'd be like sponsored by Tap Out too. Hilarious. That'd be just so funny. Dana, Wade at, Dana White at the games too, trying to like follow football. But yet he's got his like balls deep onto his phone watching UFC or something like that. Just it'd be so funny. Um, Anyways, moving on to the Prem. Everton and Tottenham 2-2. Um I'm going to talk more about Tottenham a little bit with the whole Super League because man oh man do I hate Danny Levy right now the technical director the man in charge what a idiot this guy did he must be sh- punching himself in the face right now shooting himself in the foot thinking about maybe jumping off a building cuz this guy is a complete effing idiot Um so again Tottenham and Everton 2-2 uh, Newcastle and West Ham 3 2. Now, I gotta say, everyone's kind of you know falling in the wagon with West Ham and and this and that. Like, come on, guys! Like, give West Ham a break, they're doing so well. Obviously, they're going to be qualifying for a European spot, either Euro or Champions League, maybe not Champions League, but maybe Euros Europa. Sorry, um, guys, just get off the dick for a second, okay? They played well. And can we talk about Jesse Lingard? I call him Jesse Stud guard because he's a stud. Guy banging in goals left, right, and center. I believe it's like what nine goals in like so many games or whatever. Like he's just so good right now, it hurts. And I really do hope West Ham sign him on the permanent deal. I mean, I just, I don't see him playing it at Inter or Real or Pair. Like, these are crazy rumors. Like, no way. If I was Jesse, I'd be like, listen, no rush to go anywhere big. I like my football right now. I'm not saying to him that, you know, it'd be one thing if he's playing so well for a shitty team. If they're going to get relegated, okay, maybe think about other options. But, hey, West Ham's in fifth, guys. Like, come on. And I think that West Ham coming over the summer. I think they are going to sign, uh, Tammy from Chelsea. I think that could be a great, great signing there or Giroud as a backup striker. They, they need an extra striking force. I believe what they have now is, is not kind of there yet. Obviously they have some options, but I feel and obviously keeping Jesse as a, as a, you know, in maybe in a false nine, obviously the winger position, he, he plays as a second striker, maybe but i i believe their their number 9 should be someone like Tammy and stuff like that he has so much potential so much um drive and energy and stuff like that or maybe they'll go for a bigger name who knows right um someone from the bundesliga maybe like that'd be crazy so we'll we'll see from from that but again guys like don't give west ham too much shit i mean give them so much credit cuz i believe Davey uh, Davey Moise there, Moisey boy, and his boys are going to do really, really, really well uh, come over the summer next season, right? Um, Wolves beating Shelfshed United 1-0. With this result, Shelfshed United, uh, they're relegated from the Prem. Um, uh, They've got, I think they're the second or third team with the fastest demotion. Um, I think the first one was Shelfshed United back in the 90s or something like that. And I think Derby County was the second back in 2007-2008. Uh, so, yeah, it was just, um, I mean, hey, it sucks because they were a great club. Uh, last season, they surprised everybody. They were chasing for Europa. Didn't happen, but. And then um, uh, Rand- Reynolds, the re- Randy boy there, their their coach kind of resigned, which I kind of don't blame them. He's been there for quite a bit too, and. He just couldn't get the owner's approval on certain things. And the team, they were with him in a sense, but I could tell there's some friction there. And he says, you know what? I did what I can. Enough's enough. I have to kind of move on from there. So obviously, there's other teams kind of knocking on his door. Full, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> Fulham, I think West Brom as well. Um, I think other teams, Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal Palace are also running towards Patrick Vera. Um, Hutchins is is he's done? Roy Hutchins, he's 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 done with the whole coaching at Crystal Palace. He's been there for a bit now. It's been his first kind of club uh, position after you know coaching England after the Euro. So I, I I think he's done. I think he's he's done. He wants something new, or he's even gonna full blown retire. But I think he's done for now. Um, moving on, Arsenal Fulham one one. Oh, I really, fuck! I was really hoping Fulham would win this. I was cheering for for Fulham. Arsenal just looks so. Oh, I just—it looked terrible. Obviously, they had their chances and stuff like that. Obviously, I could see in the frustration of of the Fulham players' faces. Um, Anderson there just kick, kicks like you know the hand sanitizer thing coming out of the the dugout and stuff like that. So, um, uh, tough for them. I I do believe though, Parker, their coach is is bound for good things. I even though they're in the kind of the bottom, whatever. I think he's he is linked to other clubs as well. Um, could be going to Tottenham. Maybe, maybe not. And maybe if he was kind of higher up there, maybe they, they take a chance. But he's just so low with Fulham that I can't really see that happening Um, and, and stuff like that. So United and Burnley 3-1, Leeds and Liverpool 1-1. Now I got to see one thing about Klopp about a little bit. You, you He was being a little bit of a shady prick a little bit. Like kind of, kind of picking his back picking bones at, at the Leeds fans uh leads players sorry wearing those shirts that you got to deserve champions league you got to earn your spot this and that they're right like he's being all shady not really talking about the super league i get it you you don't want to lose your job whatever but come on man like you don't don't shit on the leads you know like leads especially leads have worked so hard to get where they need to be and you're basically shitting on them like Obviously, they're not going to qualify anytime soon. And with the Super League, yeah, maybe they would have qualified for the fifth spot in time coming. Who knows? But, like, come on, don't fucking shit on them, dude. Like, come on. you know, I was kind of disappointed on them a little bit. Uh, and today, midweek in action, Chelsea and Brighton, 0 0. So, a lot of good games, guys, coming with that. Uh, moving on to La Liga Sevilla versus 2 1. Congratulations, Real Sociedad winning um, uh, the cup there. And I know it was from 2019, they had to postpone it, but good for them to for doing that. Asuna and Alce 2-0, Alves and two one nothing. Atletico Madrid thrashing, Albar 5-0. Now this I was really excited about. Obviously I was very nervous about Barca catching up to Atletico. They look kind of safe now for now. But I was nervous. I'm like, hey, hey, came okay, come might come out of nowhere and just you know beat these guys at one nothing or two one. But thank God Atletico Madrid kind of pulled their weight and uh, pulled out of there. Valencia Real Betis two two. Oh, really? When I heard the news Real Betis might be might be signing Everton's Bernard, I was happy. I'm like, yes, please. It's so sad to see Bernard wasting away at Everton. Ancelotti like. Ugh. I just I get it. You're a good coach and stuff like that, but sometimes like you drive me nuts with these players that you've coached and like you waste away. And it's like, dude, like with Keen, like I was surprised he didn't want Keen back. And Keen is doing so well with PSG, and he's like an Italian boy. He's your Italian boy, and it's like, nah, whatever. He can he can stay there. We'll get the fifty mil and like fuck off, right? It's like, dude, come on. Um. So, anyways, Real Betis in Valencia two two, Satavigo and 0 zero zero. Villarreal, which I predicted the winners of the Europa League. Sorry Roma and sorry everyone else, but before this whole stupid Super League happened I put a post, a story that Real Madrid and Villarreal would be the two finalists for the Super League. Obviously very bold of me, automatically thinking that Real Madrid are going to win the Champions League and Villarreal winning the Europa League, kind of still early in the competition. Not early, but it's getting there, right? I think these two clubs are going to be in the final of the Super League if it happens. Obviously, for many reasons, Villarreal uh, Real have been playing well. Super dark horse in this competition. If they can get past United and all the other teams, I'm think they, they think they're going to do very well. Also with Real Madrid, uh, it's I mean without Mendy, it's going to be shit. Hope Mendy can be back in time. Uh, I don't know how long his injury is, but I know he's he picked up a knock. Um, I I think that Real Madrid are going to do well as. As well, sorry. And as a business standpoint, I mean, come on, it's gonna be a sp. If it's gonna be an all Spanish final, they're gonna make the most money. Obviously, you'd want to see Real Madrid and Chelsea be in the final, but that kind of never happens. I believe it's it's always the, the Spanish finals that that do more and uh, make the most money, in in my opinion, and stuff like that. So either one or both of those Spanish teams need to be in a Super League Super Cup final, right? um Gatafe and Real Madrid 0-0 couldn't pull the three points there Real Madrid so kind of frightening but I mean hey Gatafe is not a force to be reckoned with they've been playing pretty good too despite their knocks and stuff like that uh moving on to the Bundesliga Sagittarius um we got uh, Red Bull Leipzig and Hoffenheim 0-0 Bayern I, I don't know what's going on with this Bayern like we're we're kind of you know The loss with PSG and stuff like that, obviously bound to happen. But again, are we starting to see a Bayern struggling without Lewandowski? It's really hard to believe because this team is so powerful and so much depth with everybody on board. But again, it's the injuries and not only Lewandowski. You've got so many of those players hurt. It's just nuts. Um, Osberg arminio 0-0. Union Berlin and Stugazzo, 2-1. Fjordberg and Shelka. Schalke, unfortunately, we all saw this coming from two miles away or a mile away or a thousand miles away, that they are relegated. Best of luck for them for next season. I know that they're going to do well for next season. They've got a plan in motion. Uh, they're kind of a phoenix rising in a sense. They've got, a, they've had to scrap everything to the bare bone. They're still going to do that over the summer and kind of go from there. and Gladblack with a surprise defeat. Uh, surprise winning! Sorry over defeat of Frankfurt. Frankfurt was looking so good. Silva on form, but unfortunately he couldn't find the back of the goal. Um, it was just kind of it was crazy, 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 crazy to see that uh, Leverkusen and Cologne three nothing. Dortmund coming to their winning ways over Wendham Brenham four uh, one. We got some midweek action. We have Cologne and Red Bull Leipzig two one. Bayern Munich getting a win over Leverkusen, Frankfurt, getting a win over Halsberg, and Armenia and Schalke won nothing. So it was actually today that was confirmed that Shelka get demoted. Um, even though with the Freiburg thing, they still would have got demoted for sure. So uh, moving on to League 1. Uh, league, uh, uh, check out the table for League 1. Oh, last time I checked, it was... Leo's still in first. I mean, obviously with David's not there... Um, it's kind of, you know, it's so-so. But I th- I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to pull it off. I mean, and then when I was watching, uh, sorry, I was listening to Footy Prime Podcast, shout out Footy Prime. They were even saying too, once Leo, Craig Force made a good point, once Leo wins the league, that's it, they got to sell. They have to sell. They can't keep any of these these star players. Obviously, David's is going to go to the Premier League. You've got um, the Congo or whatever that guy's name is. He's linked to Milan. So, I mean, these are these one-hit wonders. Unfortunately, it happens. And and last time they won the title was, I believe it was 2011, 2012. And this was before the buyout with EPSG, then being the Super Club and stuff like that. So, that was last time Leo won it. And the year before that was Montpellier, so on and so forth. So, Leo, you know, this, this is their last time now. And they got to make it count or else that's it. It's and i i i really hope they do because psg can win the 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 title anytime monaco can win it anytime Lyon can kind of win it it's so unfortunate so let Lyon do it let them get their money sell their players and then you guys can win all you want um anger and Rennes, 3 nothing over Enger. marseille again kind of coming back into form here uh, 3-2 over lorient psg against sentien 3-2 Brest and Lens. This is a little bit of a scrappy match. Both teams receiving red cards. 1-1. Nimes and Strasbourg. 1-1. Again. A lot of red cards this, this weekend. Holy shit. Rimes and Men's. 0-0. Dijon Mustard against Nice. 2-0. It's funny. Dijon was like first in the beginning of the season. It was, it was like top two or top three. Really crazy to see. Uh, Bordeaux and Monaco. 3 nothing. 3-0. And Bordeaux picking up a red card, and Lyon and 9s to one. So, um, and I gotta say, and I gotta stop shitting on PSG for them to kind of stand their ground and refuse not to join the Super League, Bravo! I'm never gonna shit on PSG or the or League One League Un ever again. I I I always thought this was a farmers team and stuff like that, but them showing the courage and them. Sh- not backing down, and again, this was a team that we all thought were the first ones to join because of their money hungry kind of mindset, and they live on the money and they buy they try to buy anybody and everybody like I'm telling you, they'd even try to buy like a janitor if they needed to, just or a kitchen sink just to throw in the starting eleven so good to see them um refuse that for sure, and along you know with Porto Bayern. Sevilla, uh, Dortmund, I, I think I said that, and stuff like that. So very good to see them refusing the Super League. Now, when we come to the Super League, I got to say that Perez, you loser. Florentino Perez, Florentino Perez, sorry, you loser, you scumbag. I don't want to see your face anymore. You should resign. Go jump in a pool. Go kill yourself, dude. You are a disgrace to football. Honestly... You shouldn't deserve to be around because the the, the balls, the audacity of you coming in and claiming right away your president without giving anybody a chance, which I don't, I don't, I'm not cheering for this Super League, whatever. But coming in here, already calling the shots, buddy, who the fuck are you? Get out of here. And then he goes on a Spanish radio. So basically, before I continue, sorry. So basically what it is, the Super League would be a 20-team league made up of 15 permanent members with the remaining five members of the league comprised of teams which qualified through domestic European league competition. So um, Premier League, you had the, you had the big six. So you had Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, and and yeah, and then you had you know the Liga, you had Barca, uh, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, and then you have the City teams. You have, uh, AC Milan, Inter, Juve, and stuff like that, right? So I think the bigs England were the only ones with the big six. The rest were kind of just three threes, whatever. And then eventually those would be those would be the, the founding members, those teams. Then eventually they would kind of open up that fifth spot in each of the the leagues there. Having said that, though, UEFA came in and said, hey, listen, again, hold my espresso. If you guys go for this thing, for this league, because obviously over for money, they would make a shit ton of money for the Super League. Um, what would happen was is that the players would be disqualified or you know, not able to play in Euro, World Cup, any of their international duties, they'd be stripped from. And those teams would be stripped from their leagues. So you wouldn't have, you know, Liverpool playing in the Prem. You wouldn't have Milan playing in Serie You wouldn't have Barca playing in in La Liga. If they wanted to, to come back to this... They would have to start over all the way to the fifth tier in their respective countries. So, for example, Liverpool, if they wanted to come back after this was set in stone, they had played a couple games, says, you know what, F this, we're going back to the Prem. Prem's like, uh-uh, you're going to go back to the National League, which is the fifth tier. So, ha-ha, <laughs> suck ass right there. So it's pretty much equivalent to Sunday League soccer if you really want to think about it. So, obviously, I'm, I was against it. Um, the big news now is um the big six have pulled out, so all the Premier League teams have pulled out. Um, Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United, Manchester City. You you get the point. So the big six pulled out. Um, and also just reports about before I hopped in about a couple minutes ago before I hopped in the podcast all of the uh, the city odd teams have pulled out too so there's rumors about the Ju- Juventus president Mr. Unibrow over there he was gonna resign because of the backlash he, they're false unfortunately fuck I really was hoping he'd he kind of back out. I hate that guy um, so now they don't have a super league now now it's it's suspended for now um, and again it's just such a stupid idea. Doing a Super League, playing a couple games during the week and then on the weekend, day in, a weekend and week out. And if that just takes the excitement out of everything. Like, I don't want to see Manchester United play Real Madrid two or three times a year. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, it'd be nice just to once in a while see these guys go head to head in a Champions League. That's the excitement because it's the opposite. We don't see these players play a lot and that's what adds the excitement if we see these players play against each other all the mother effing time year in and year out it's going to be boring it's going to be boring and then transfers are going to be effing like they're going to be weird there's going to be at some point the players are going to be like okay I'm making money yeah okay cool but I don't want to do this anymore maybe I'll go join a a lower end team or maybe I'm going to join maybe like I'm not saying they'll do that for sure obviously money talks and today's players care about the money but you never know like you might you might see a, a player get fed up and just say hey listen I And mean, kevin de Bruyne, for example just for example he, he might get fed up like hey i want to go play with Leeds. leads like they look like they're having a solid time fun time in the prem i want to go there man you know what i mean and so on and so forth so for me to to see it to get suspended i'm so happy about it, it was such a dumb setup dumb rules Perez is just a money-hungry pig, and shame on all the presidents that hopped on board. Shame on you guys! Yes, I get it's money, this and that, but shame on you. And it was just like the saw a post about the the big banner there, uh, created by the poor, stolen from the rich, and and you can see that, and it's and it's disgusting. See, and that, it, like back to Perez, like the guy's an idiot. He goes on a Spanish radio. And he just and he's he's listing the whole setup, he's listing the structure, and then he's listing out the teams. He goes to the big six, he goes to naming out all the teams in the prem, and he forgets the, he forgets about Spurs, which I probably did in this podcast, but whatever. Um, no no, I'm kidding. I didn't forget Spurs. How do you forget Spurs, Mr. Perez? How the hell do you do that? Like you've done business with this fucking team. With Modric, with Bale, this and that. You just did the recent thing you did with Bale. Like, come on. And what are you doing? Forgetting about Spurs. They're not some, okay, yeah, they have their, their ups and downs. They're not doing so hot right now. But hey, they've got a lineup. They've got Kane. They've got Son. They've got, you know, Bale. I hate to say Bale. Marat, you know what I mean? They've got good, solid team. They're not a cookie-cutter team. And you forget about them, forgot that you're like, you're a dummy. And then now that I'm on the topic of Spurs, Mr. Lovely there, I call him Debbie Lovely or Danny Lovely from Shits Creek, and it's not him. But Mr. Lovely there, what are you doing? You bald headed Mr. Clean fuck. What are you doing? You probably look like an idiot now. You probably look like a foolish fucking idiot. If you guys haven't heard, again, if you guys want to hear this news, then you're probably living under a rock or not as footy fans. Obviously, you guys heard about the whole Mourinho situation and stuff like that. Pretty much, he got sacked, but, you know, reports are coming in and out. Apparently, what happened was that they came in and said, listen, uh, we're going to do the Super League, this, this, and that. Oh, by the way, we're going to do training. Let's go, come on, whatever. And Jose Mourinho's like, nah, man, I'm, we're not doing this. Like, you're insane. Yes, okay, we're hurt for money. Yes, okay, COVID, for on, And I bet you any money Jose Mourinho offered to cut his wages. Because he's that type of guy. No bullshit. No fucking antics. Whatever. He's a straight shooter. And I'm sure he loves that club. He loved that club. Still does. You can see that energy. You could, Like my wife said. My wife was fucking pissed when she heard about that. Pissed. I was funny. I showed her the short list. I think uh, Footy Daily UK uh, set it out. And she's like, No. Nah, like, I don't want them. Like, no. They're disgusting. Fucking ill. I want Hosey. Call Hosey back. Um... It was Hodgson uh, from Fox's. Julie burger from, or whatever his name is, from um, Red Bull Bing. They also had um, Sari as well too, Ancelotti. And she's like, no, I want Jose back. And Levy must be an idiot right now because now they're stuck with Mason. Ryan Mason, who was a player for the team, had to retire early because of injury problems, which I can't really knock the guy. I can't even shit on him because he's he's not a coach. He's just an intern. He's just a bass, just an assistant from the backroom staff. You, you can't really shit on that guy. So now this is X amount of pressure for this poor kid coaching this team. Who knows, at this ring, they're not going to qualify for Champions League. So, he just screwed up his only chance for qualify for Champions League. Maybe they weren't going to qualify with Jose Mourinho. But, hey, it was the best shot. Their only chance to qualify for Champions League. I doubt they're going to qualify. Unless this guy pulls a Di Matteo story from Chelsea. And he just turns everything around. I doubt it. Again, I don't mean to shit on this guy. But, Mr. Levy, you are a fucking idiot. And if I was a Spurs fan... Oh, I'd be super pissed with you, man. You idiot. You you greedy fuck. Just think about money, man. You greedy fuck. You like unbelievable. So you look stupid right now. And Jose Mourinho was probably up in his up in his room just laughing and smiling of this whole go- shit going down because it was gonna happen. This super league was gonna go down. It wasn't gonna happen. And Jose Mourinho was smart enough to fight for his team, to fight for his club, and say, I'm not standing down for this this blasphemy this bullshit and you know what i don't i don't disagree with jose mirino he did the right thing so jose buddy if you're listening which i'm sure you're not i'm sure you maybe you are um i wish you all the best of your luck in your career i hope you're going to do very well in your next club i know i think he's going to take a year off i think next well where is he going to go like i think he's going to go to the bundesliga obviously my 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 brain process was barusa But now they have Marco Rose coming in from Munchen Black, so like I mean, that's kind of the only thing. Like, who are you gonna put in there? Like, I don't see him going to Frankfurt at all. They're after technical director, I believe, from Red Bull. So I just I don't see him going anywhere else. Dormer would be the only possible solution, um, unless Bayern. I mean, Bayern's coach is going to the national team, but I think Bayern's too big for Hosey at the moment. I feel like Hosey needs to. Not to knock on Jose. I think this is going to be something that Jose needs to kind of take a few steps back. He needs to coach a team that is kind of up there, but not too much up there. I feel like Byron is, is too high of his caliber at the moment. Again, I'm not trying to shit on the guy. I, I thought that Barusa would have been a great, great pick. Maybe not now. Maybe in a couple seasons if he decides to come back to football. He shouldn't come back to the prime. He should have come back to the Liga or City A. Uh, God, know. Don't go anywhere else, man. I think you're gonna do well in the Bundesliga. I think he's got the right attitude, the right toughness. Um, but the only thing is, he needs the right players around him. So hopefully, one day, he can go out. He can go coach my favorite team in Bundesliga, which are the Dortmund. So let's hope for that. Um, but yeah, guys, again, um, I just want to say thank you to to everybody that kind of stood the ground for this and I'm just so blessed and happy to be a, a football fan I kinda, I was kind of losing hope at first but I, I kind of knew deep down that like, this is never going to happen and you know it just I don't want to get all sappy on shit on you guys or anything like that but I'm very happy that this didn't happen Perez is going to be going through a huge huge heap of trouble now everyone's going to be after him and all the other presidents that didn't back down uh, with this kind of Uh, super league so shame on you guys honestly shame on all you guys and i hope karma will get you guys soon and next thing we got to do we have to go after for the fifa qatar 2022 we have to stand up and do something about that because there's no way in hell we have we're gonna let this happen have fifa in the dead of winter and get these guys filling their pockets like crazy like no there's got to be a stop to this it obviously it's going to be too little too late but i think that if if there's something out there that can kind of put all their heads together, then, you know, maybe they can come up with something. So obviously behind uh, our reach as fans and obviously with the Super League, too, um, but very glad. Very good with the outcome. Um, hashtag fuck Super League. Hashtag fuck you, F- Florentino Perez. And hashtag I'm out, guys. All right. So till next time, manja bebe fregadene. Also, guys, if you haven't subscribed to my other podcast with my fellow Cacheterians, uh Francesco and Elliot uh, from the three calcheteers, please give us a follow, comment, subscribe on our YouTube channel as well, too. Again, guys, manja bebe fregadene. I'm out.